This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 220 of The Real Word. Word is up. All right. What's up this week, Nicole, is the Fed's big decision. So we're going to jump right into that. How will the Fed's decision this week on interest rates impact the housing market in which you serve? Uh, We've also got some really big Andy Florence co-star news and how that's going to impact Zillow and Realtor.com. And then we've got the Marketeer of the Week, which is a TikTok that every single agent can literally duplicate to get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of new eyeballs. So, all right, here we go. And Tomo does a great piece, by the way, if you want to actually give a mortgage to your clients without them losing their marbles, hit the link below to check out Tomo. They wrote an article, Skylar Olson wrote the article on BAM, Broke Agent Media this week, titled New Listings and Interest Rate Lock-In, The Challenge for the Season. Well, there's just too many unknowns. I want to pop up the chart that Tomo put together. Mortgage mortgage rates surge over March, the Fed's pullback. So Skylar breaks down what that Fed pullback has been, which has been uh, them not buying these mortgage-backed securities. They were buying over $100 billion a month uh, to keep interest rates low. Obviously, they stopped that in March. And what we've seen since March, as you can see on this chart, is that interest rates have skyrocketed straight up to where we sit right now in the low 5%. Nicole, how about this chart, though? Putting some perspective on time since the year 2000, right? Mm -hmm. Like 8.84% in 2000, which was before the last you know, big rise in the market, that whole entire, I don't think a lot of people realize this, the whole entire last real estate surge, interest rates were higher than where they sit right now, which seems like and world ending. And we thought it was amazing though. I mean, I remember, because again, that I was entering the market, I was a first time home buyer. And I remember even my aunt and uncle were like, we just locked in at like six and a half, six yeah, and a quarter. Yeah, it was a big deal. Like, they were psyched, yeah. And, and I mean, I, during the, the, you know, the recession, the housing crisis, they were at 6.63. They got a little bit lower than that at some points during the rise, but 8.84% uh, in May of 2000. All right. So we're, we're sitting at 5%. What will happen this week if the Fed aggressively pulls back even more, which is what I think the market expects. We're recording this Tuesday morning, the Fed's going to talk later today, I think like 4.15 or something like that. Are they going to talk at 4.20? Was it 4.20? I don't think it's 4.20. No. Are they channeling their inner Elon on the the timing? Are are they waiting for everyone to be calm? Yeah, they're waiting for everybody to get chilled out. They're going to go at 4.21. (laughs) Uh, But but the, the expectation from the market, and you've seen the stock market, you know, really kind of tank out the last week, potentially anticipating another big pullback. Skylar talks about in her piece on BAM that should that happen, you'll likely see mortgage interest rates skyrocket along this straight line that they're currently on up to say five and a half percent. Well, Inman just reported that housing affordability races toward levels not seen since the 2006 bubble. What they're saying, according to what uh, Black Knight is actually saying, according to Inman, and Black Knight just warned this yesterday, that if we go to five and a half percent 
on the mortgage interest rates, or if just home prices go up another 5%, which by the way, could both not happen, right? right? Could, no, well, yeah. could both happen here? Yeah, uh, that will, will happen. That yeah. Probably. Uh, yeah. That we will have housing affordability issues that we haven't seen since 2006, since the bubble burst, right? And a lot of people right now are, are cheering that word coming out of my mouth, especially the the TikTok commenters, because they love to talk about this crisis, this bubble. bubble. Yeah, absolutely. You know, everybody's expecting it, you know, especially people that have been saying it for five years, they want to eventually be right. Uh, But that is an issue, right? That we don't, we have a huge housing affordability problem in this country. And Skylar talks about, um, you know, the inventory, which we've been talking about a whole bunch in her piece, you know, also driving to that. Now, I don't know, Nicole, the last few weeks for the first time, I'm starting to see Tom Tool in Philadelphia. I'm starting to see, uh, you know, the, our own MLS up in Connecticut show more new listings than pending sales. I'm starting to see that. And that could, you know, you could start to see more people put their house on the market because the first quarter of 2022 what did we have? A GDP slip. So we just need another quarter two of GDP, you know, negative growth for an, us to be in an actual recession. They're hearing the word recession every single week. Now, four out of the last six recessions, we actually saw home values go up. That's a whole nother topic. But for the typical homeowner hearing recession, not being educated by us, it, they're going to probably get nervous. Interest rates are going up. Uh, I got to sell now. So I think we'll actually see inventory go up in the piece. You can see, you, you know, some, uh, some charts showing that inventory is way down in comparison to, you know, pre-crisis levels. Uh, so Nicole interest rates at five and a half percent put us in a, in this affordability issue. How big of a, an issue is it to you working with the everyday home shopper? Well, I mean, obviously, it's it's something that they're certainly thinking about, but I don't think it's necessarily slowing anybody down. Um, it is interesting, though, because in this article, though, they are talking about the fact that sellers may not sell. They'll actually start aging in place because yeah. of the affordability. Um, so again, so to sort of contradict what you're saying, we may even see inventory continue to be lower, which again, we're still at what, half the inventory now than we were like, what, three years ago or pre-pandemic, I guess. It's so I, funny. And it's, I agree, by the it's way. It's sort of like, it's like AD, BC. It's like, now what is it? Like P, 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 pre-pandemic. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Um, so again, I it's it doesn't seem to be slowing, in my mind, the buyers down at all. Obviously, they're now having to do, a, a you know, an additional you know, pre-approval step to make sure that they can still afford. Um, but again, I'm, I'm still, what I'm seeing is still certainly, um, you know, an inventory issue for sure. Yeah. And, and I'm just referencing the last really few weeks in the comments. What are you seeing in your local market? Love to know, like say the market and are you seeing new listings outpace pendings? It just started happening. I've been talking about this, like this cold war theory that I have that to your point, Skylar's point in the BAM article that we will see like kind of this freeze out because freeze, yeah. why wouldn't you want to just sit in your house and wait this thing out? If you're sitting right. at a, you know, a low interest rate, uh, why would you want to sell and go get into a high interest rate at this point? So in the comments, love to know, have you seen new listings start to outpace pendings? 
What do you think the Fed decision does to our market if they decide to pull back even more on on purchasing security ba- secured uh, mortgage security backs? And, and what what do you think is going to happen here? So, uh, moving on, Nicole. Before we do that, make sure you hit the link down below to connect your clients with Tomo. It's a mortgage without losing your marbles. Great rates, no lender fees, and you get to close on time. I love that, Nicole. They close on time 98. 98% of the time. Yes. Yes. The industry average is what? 40%. So 40. you can beat the industry average by 58% by working with Tomo. So get your clients over to Tomo. The link is down below. All right, Nicole. Bracket number two. CoStar is coming. Spencer talked about this up on the Inman stage uh, just in the last couple of weeks where he said CoStar is rooting for chaos. We, we mentioned that last week when we covered uh, the class action suit. They're rooting for chaos because right now they are stuffing a ton of money into the residential space. Uh, CoStar is obviously the commercial behemoth. They are basically the commercial MLS with all of their holdings. They dominate that market. And now they're coming for the residential space in a big way. It's not just theory. Andy Florence himself said it recently on an earnings call. They are making the moves to go after specifically Zillow and realtor.com, and they actually have the money to do it. This isn't like a bunch of brokers scabbled together to try to create, uh, you know, some, you know, stop MLS, Zillow. Stop, yeah. <laughs> stop Zillow. Shout out to <laughs> Real World number one. Real um, number one, yeah. Yeah, th- th- this, this isn't some like joker here. This is a true beast in the industry. Maybe I'll see him this week here at the uh, T3- T360 Summit in San Antonio, Nicole, which I'll have a bunch to talk about next week on that. But yeah, Andy Florence said during this earnings call that they are spending as much as $220 million with well over a thousand developers on a relaunch of homes.com, which is going to come out later this year. Is there... Well, I think it's on track for 2023 launch. Uh, for 2023 launch? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Projects yeah. on track for yeah. 23. Well, no, no, no. Yeah. Um. Relaunch of homes.com. I'm sorry, Nicole. Relaunch of homes.com is in June. So it's this year. The rollout of New York property search city snap is oh, by the I'm end sorry. of the year. So, but, but the, uh, yeah. the, comp- the competitive product to connect home shoppers with agents like a Zillow premier agent, Zillow flex right. or realtor.com realtor VIP that's 2023. So agents in 2023, you're going to have another prominent lead source pushing hundreds of millions of dollars behind their product, homes.com, owned by Andy Florence, CoStar holding, right? You're going to have another option in 2023 to spend your money. But Nicole, looking at the like our consumers, our home shoppers, yep. our clients, it, is homes.com without a massive media push from CoStar, which could happen, probably will happen. Well, it, it, is there, well, it sounds like is, they're they're dumping some cash into that, though. Yeah, they're definitely dumping cash into the development. Whether they do on the marketing side, you know, obviously we don't know. I would, well, I would they assume they it, would. They they broke it down here. Sixty five million of the dollars is going into marketing. Oh, so there you go. Sixty five million in marketing is that going to be mm-hmm. enough for them to create space in the consumer's mind when Zillow is the Google, 
you've got realtor.com, the, the kind of traditional brand in the space. Is there room for a third for homes.com? I don't know if there's necessary. I, I mean, I think there's room for anybody that does it right. Um, I think, honestly, I think there's enough agents that hate Zillow enough to probably start pushing homes.com. I mean, you think about it right now, all the agents that are trying to like push HomeSnap or think that, you know, HomeSnap's the way to go. Um, maybe they'll start going over to Homes. I'm excited to see it. Why not? I mean, it sounds like they're investing a lot in the technology in order to get the information that consumers are looking for, such as I think it talks about, um, you know, schools and crime and things of that nature that obviously everyone's always trying to find some information on. But is there room? I don't know, but I'm excited to see them try to make room. They've got the money and they want to grow their revenue in this area that has been really small for them on the grand scale of things. Put up the pie chart, CoStar quarter one. This is this is um, uh, sources CoStar regulatory filings. So from their earnings report, we're pulling it directly off of this Inman article. CoStar Q1 2022 revenue by source. Uh, residential is their lowest at three and a half percent. So CoStar, which is basically basically the commercial MLS where all commercial mm-hmm. brokers pay to get their listing on, that's at almost forty percent. Uh, information services, so you know, selling data is seven point two percent. Multifamilies at thirty four percent. Maybe that's apartments.com or whatever, or maybe apartments.com is under the LoopNet category, which is ten and a half percent. That I don't know. Um, residential at three and a half percent for Coastal Journey. So, I mean, they grow that to 10, 15%. That's a huge number. Huge. Uh, you can read in here how great of a quarter. I think they had their best quarter ever per their earnings re- report. They printed cash. Uh, revenue was growing 13% to 516 million. So they're, they're just, they're a machine. They're ready. They, yeah, they're they're much bigger market cap than Zillow, and they're coming for this space. Agents, will you be using Homes.com? Will you be trying to position yourself to get in front of the Homes.com leaders uh, leads as early as June of this year? Love to know your thoughts on that. Marketeer of the week, Nicole. This is something that you better be doing with your Sarah project. Your, new, your launch of the social redesign. It, for those of you guys that are not aware, Nicole went viral in Connecticut a few years ago for the feels house. Like a decade ago. It feels like a decade ago, but it was just a few <laughs> years ago. The house that social media built. Back when Facebook was still cool, Nicole put together. Super cool. I mean, that's when like Facebook Live was like. Facebook Live just, was cool. That's how you survived. Remember? That's, remember when I went to that open house that you were doing? What was that, that hangout on, that you did? No, I was on Meerkat. Okay. So that was, that was a, I, and I was like, wait, why back. does anybody want to be watching this open house that you're doing? Well, yeah. you know what? <laughs> I think Meerkat ended up being a thing that ended up being acquired by TikTok. Like I think it, it kind of. Um, Evolved. What was the thing before TikTok? It was called uh, uh, Musical.ly. Musical.ly. And I think Meerkat kind of like transformed into Musical.ly and then Musical.ly now is is TikTok. But anyways, old technology. Yeah. Super old. But how we got started. I mean, yeah. damn, if I didn't have Facebook and Facebook Live, I don't even know where my business would be. And today. so the point of this story is Nicole had this brilliant idea of how to differentiate herself uh, from the pack when dealing with investors, real estate investors who were flipping homes. So right. Nicole took all of the finishes that she was basically GCing uh, or designing rather 
the finishes in these homes. She was picking everything out from countertops to flooring to paint color to everything, lighting fixtures. And she would let social media, the Facebook fans, the Instagram fans vote on three finishes. So three countertops that maybe would all be similar in style but a, well, a it was usually, it was usually types. Con. Like I would do different types of stones because then, yes. in all honesty, it would even help the investor to know what what is the consumer looking for. You know, is, lot, at that point, at that point, it was still granite, but like you were sort of leaning towards the court. So, you know, we were able to like in live time see where the buyer, what the buyer wanted, what a consumer wanted. So. Yeah, I mean it. It served so many different purposes. Um, doing the voting again. It. I mean, it. This was two thousand and what sixteen too. So like the market was so darn slow too. So again, it gave it gave the the seller an opportunity to kind of be on the market because there was no coming soon's back then, right? So it was almost kind of like a coming soon type thing too, where um, buyers could then see that the house was going on. But anyway, we digress. Back so to the voting. Shout yep. out to Caught Your Eye Realty, Kiana Tanay. Yeah. Uh, if, I, if I've got that correct, her Sounds video, she had a 5.3 million view video, the most views last week for any real estate agent on the app of TikTok. That's according to Chris Smith's tweet, by the way. I don't know that, yeah. that I haven't verified that. I just saw Chris Smith tweet the most views last week on TikTok for a real estate agent, 5.3 million views. And all she did was drive by three houses. I mean, she's literally in her car with a cell phone. Literally in her car. I mean, this confirms that you don't have to do shit for editing and go viral. No editing. She used in TikTok app, uh, you know, text, if you had to choose question mark, and then in the copy of the TikTok post, which home would you choose? House one, two, or three? And she literally was just driving down the road. So it wasn't even like she was in three different neighborhoods, three different towns. No, they were side by side. They were were all neighbors. She videoed the neighbors. This looked like new construction. They were nice homes. They were nice homes for sure. Beautiful homes. Yes. She, She used four hashtags viral, which has probably got 70 billion uploads to that hashtag, dream home, realtor, and move with Tommy. Um, I don't know what Tommy is because her last name is Tanay, T-A-N-A-Y. Anyways, Caught Your Eye Realty is her handle. She generated over 5 million views. She had almost 700,000 hearts, 30,000 comments. This is a simple like it's amazing. I mean, four second video, Nicole, five it's, seconds. It's insane. I can't even, it's shocking. It's shocking. I mean, I used to have to dump hundreds of dollars behind <laughs> my Facebook posts <laughs> right. to so, even get some comments. So, I mean, this is, again, I, I think it just goes to show you really don't have to do anything over the top, you know, or even choreographed in order to get. Um, you know, eyeballs on yourself. Or again, I don't know if she's listing one of these properties, but how great would that be? You know, one of your listings is in the lineup and people start voting for your seller and like, boom, like it's actually in the market. You can buy it, come see it. You know, I mean, there's, there's so many things that you can do. um, And this again, proves, proves that. So when you start the Sarah project, Nicole, it's under 10 second videos, it's votes 
in bite size video, video yep. people want to consume reels and TikTok. You For know, sure. I mean, a seven second video like this, when you're out on showings, I mean, these are the easiest videos to make. Not, not like saying, you, you know, not taking anything away from her. She did a brilliant thing here. So right. every agent, you should be doing more of this uploading seven to 10 second videos and sprinkle in the vote. What would you pick yeah. this or that? Right. People love the vote. I mean, again, I, I, I always joke because we were always giving three options and a lot of times people would vote the fo for the fourth option. And everyone's like, aren't you pissed? I'm like, no, like they're adding to my algorithm. They're responding. Um, it's just it's all good. It's and in the comments, good. are you on TikTok? What's your TikTok handle? Love to connect with you there. TikTok has Instagram scrambling, even YouTube scrambling a little bit right on how heavy they're pushing shorts if you're putting shorts up on youtube right now you're going to get an increase in views and an increase in subscribers instagram changed their entire platform to be reels heavy because of tiktok tiktok is the beast in two years every single agent is going to be wishing in 2022 they were on it caught your eye realty has definitely caught a lot of people's eye this week with over 5 million views. Congrats. You're the marketeer. Congratulations. Of the week. Yeah. And love it. We'll see you next week. I'm over here at Swanapole T360 Summit. Bunch of CEOs. I snuck in literally. So I'm just going to be like, you always just sneak in. I'm just going to be running around. I told Eric, the broke agent, I said, I'm just going to be hovering over the Inman reporter's shoulder and just, yeah. you know, copying their notes, just <laughs> video. <laughs> awesome. No, awesome. I'm going to be taking Isn't my own plagiarism? notes. No, no, I'm not yeah. going to do that. Of course not. I'm going to, I love my Inman peeps. Of course, if you're seeing this on Inman, I uh, really appreciate that. Love for you to come check out Broke Agent Media and, and everything we're doing there. And we'll see you guys next week. See you guys. Subscribe. Subscribe.